Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Friday the 8th of April. Today, practice makes perfect at the Australian Grand Prix, Volkanovski ready to rip in and defend his UFC title, and the Masters is underway. But first... This Sunday, the NRLW will crown a first-time champion when the St George Illawarra Dragons take on the Sydney Roosters in the grand final. Since the Brisbane Broncos are the only club to have won the league in its short three-season history, whoever triumphs on Sunday will be breaking new ground. This is something new. But last night in Brisbane at the NRLW Season Awards, another new frontier was crossed. Tie? Like it's a tie? You mean we tie? Broncos forward Millie Boyle and Dragons fullback Emma Tonegato were joint winners of the NRLW Dalian medal last night. The first time the award has ever been shared. Yeah, I'm super excited for this um, weekend. You know, we've worked so hard and, yeah, last week was a really tough semi. I think we, we started off strong, but then we let them back in there. So we've learned a few good lessons and, um, yeah, the job's not done for sure. We're um, preparing really hard and looking forward to the game. Tonegato there, who'll be hoping to pull off the Dalian Premiership medallion double on Sunday, speaking to Channel 9 after the win. And the awards didn't stop there for the Dragons, with first-year coach Jamie Soward taking home the Coach of the Year award as well. Thanks to Armoral, chosen by champions and the auto appearance partner of the Oracle Red Bull Racing Team, let's talk F1. See you on race day, champ. Yeah, you will, champ. But today, it's about practice. Practice makes perfect, huh? I don't know about perfect, but it certainly will provide drivers with their first look from behind the steering wheel at the new Albert Park circuit that has been modified especially to improve overtaking opportunities around the Melbourne track. Although championship leader Ferrari Charles Leclerc is already familiar with the new layout. Quite a bit of simulator work, especially because the track is, is new. Uh, the corners has, uh, has changed, so uh, we had the new track on the simulator and we, we trained... Uh, uh, for, for that new track on the sim. A bit of time in the old simulator, giving Leclerc a head start for this weekend. But ultimately, Leclerc believes Leclerc believes Melbourne isn't likely to prove a happy hunting ground for the prancing horse. Overall, I think the track characteristics here are not fitting very well with our, as, uh, but, uh, but yeah, everything is to play for and I, I still think we'll be in the mix. It, it will still be very close. It's not like it's going to be a big gap, so... Uh, if we do the perfect weekend, anything is possible. And Ferrari aren't the only team concerned about the new track. It's going to be extremely tough, I think, um, looking at how the, the layout is now. Uh, there's going to be some big racing, uh, you know, for the RS zones, um, very fast uh, turn six, uh, which was a very tricky corner before. You know, you have the sun kind of, um, you know, in the dark, in the shadow, and you didn't know where to turn in before. But now we're arriving with, uh, with six gear. Um, and we're going to go through there in six gear, so it's going to be insane, probably one of the, the biggest challenges of the year uh, as a corner. Alpine's Esteban Ocon forecasting some drama at turn six on the course during Sunday's race. Actually, it doesn't really sound like anyone's particularly looking forward to the race. Are any of the drivers actually excited to be here? Mick Schumacher, what about you? Um, went to see Byron Bay, went to Brisbane and went to visit the Australian Zoo, so uh, yeah, filled with a lot of action, filled with... Uh, you know, meeting great people and uh, having great experiences. Well, at least Mick's enjoying himself. No, you're not in a Thai massage parlour. The Masters has begun. And resplendent in a magenta skivvy, Tiger Woods was once again prowling the fairways of Augusta. He needs to cut to get on the proper level. Oh, Tiger almost made it. What a shot from Tiger. 
Woods was the fan favourite as he completed his first round shooting one under for the day and even treating the gallery to one of his patented Tiger fist pumps when he sunk a monster putt on 16. But he is five shots off the lead. And let me just have a look at who's on top. Cam Smith at 16, our leader. And his iron play has been supreme this season. And there's another one. You better believe it. Cam Smith, the boy from Brisbane, is the clubhouse leader at the Masters after round one. You're going to win. I'm going to win. Well, steady on. We've still got three more rounds to go. But it is a bright start for Smith, who finished joint runner-up at the 2020 Masters. But fresh off winning the richest tournament in golf history last month, the Players' Championship, Smith is keeping the good times rolling at Augusta. He's hoping he's the headline story on Monday's scorecard. And before I finish up, this might be one of the most jam-packed weekends of sport we've ever had. There's Tiger Watch at the Masters, Ricardo Watch at the F1 in Melbourne, we've got the AFLW Grand Final on Saturday and the NRLW Grand Final on Sunday. That's too much, man! But it would be negligent of me not to mention the world champion Australian who's putting his title on the line this weekend. Alexander, the great This Sunday, Illawarra's Alexander the Great Volkanovski, the featherweight champion of the UFC, will stand toe-to-toe with the most frightfully named fighter in the organisation. At UFC 273 in Jacksonville, Florida on Sunday, Volk will go head-to-head with the Korean zombie, a.k.a. Chan Sung Jung, and defend his UFC championship for the third time as he looks to continue his eye-watering 20-fight win streak. And the champ is ready. You're talking to, to the champ now, not just a regular bloke from down the road, which I've always been, and I'm, I sort of pride myself on that, but, hey, it's time to really uh, own that and uh, wear that crown proudly. And he's even got half an eye on a certain Mr McGregor as a future opponent. People ask about Connor and, and things like that, and everyone's going to throw his name out there because it's the money fight and all that type of circus around it and all that. But, again, this is obviously a guy that's... He's, he's held this belt in my division as well. I've taken out the other guys... I haven't had the chance to do him. Obviously, that's something that would be incredible, but you know, he ain't making featherweight. If I've got to move up to still do, take that uh, title, I, I would. But So that's something that obviously intrigues me. When you talk money, hype, all that type of stuff, but not just that, he's someone else that's held this, and uh, I want to take them all out. Again, the legends of my division, I want to take them out. And that is your fast, fun, weekending hit of sport. I'm Liam Flanagan. Enjoy your weekend, and I'll catch you Monday on The Scorecard. Listener.